Hi everyone, it's Pastor Scott, and I'm excited to be able to share today's devotion with you. And today I want to share a portion of scripture um, that's found in Luke 24. And I felt like the Lord put this on my heart this morning when I was doing my devotion, so I wanted to share it with you. And in Luke 24, we read, um, now we're at where we would call the resurrection of Jesus. We've seen the death, burial, and now he's, uh, his resurrection. And we see some women going to the tomb, and they're met there by some angels. When they get there, the stone is ro rolled away, the body of Jesus is gone, and now these angels um, say this to, uh, to the women. They say, he is not here, but has risen. And then in verse 6, it says, Remember how he told you when he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of these sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise. And it says, And they remembered his words. Which is interesting, which um, consistently as you read through the Gospels, you see Jesus keeps telling the disciples that he's about to, to go to the cross, that he's going to suffer and that he's going to die and on the third day rise from the dead. And they're just not getting it. They're not totally understanding. And in fact, Luke 18, 34, it says, They understood none of these things, and the saying was hidden from them, and they did not grasp what was said. So prior, even all the way up, you know, we, we see the death, the burial, and now the resurrection. And the disciples still don't get it, um, what God was doing. The greatest moment in redemptive history is happening right in front of their eyes, the death, burial, and resurrection of the Messiah, and they don't understand what God is doing in that moment. In fact, it says these things were still hidden from them. Now, here's the turning point. Later in Luke 24, we read two, a word comes up twice, and it's the word opened. In verse 31, um, on the road to Emmaus, these two disciples were walking with Jesus, and they didn't recognize it was him. They didn't see um, that it was Jesus until, in verse 31, it says, their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. And then later on, then they run back to the disciples and uh, tell them in Jerusalem, about seven miles away, um, Emmaus was from Jerusalem. They run back to, to, to the disciples and, and start telling them everything that, that, that just happened to them. And while they're there, Jesus shows up. And again, people are not sure how to process all this. And then he says, then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. I'm going to suggest that at that particular moment, you can argue that maybe Acts 2, Pentecost, when, when the church was filled with the Holy Spirit. But I'm going to say this is probably the most significant moment in, in church history because... After the death, burial, and resurrection, this is when the disciples, the followers, get it. When their mind is open and they now understand the gospel. Because the gospel has to do with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ for our sins. Prior to this moment, even though it was there and, um, and it was in the scriptures, it had been hidden. They hadn't seen it. And at this moment, their eyes were opened and everything changes because the gospel changes everything everything and now they have an understand an understanding of what God was doing but prior to this prior to this moment if we rewind just a little bit it's interesting because those disciples on the road to Emmaus had said this to Jesus who said but we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel we had hoped which told me that they lost hope you see they didn't understand what God was doing in that moment and they had lost hope and this is how I feel like it applies for us this morning, that even in this time, right now, we may not understand everything that God is doing 
and he's working his plan of redemption and salvation. It continues on um, uh, as we're waiting for the second coming of Jesus Christ. We may not understand everything that's going on in these times and seasons, but we can't lose hope. But what we need to do is we need to pray that just like these disciples, that word that I shared, their minds were opened. Their hearts were opened. We need God to open our eyes to what's going on in our world, what's going, what's really going on in the spiritual realm right now, that we would be able to battle and intercede and take territory for the kingdom of God. So that's my prayer this morning is that our minds would be opened and also that we wouldn't lose hope like these other disciples because here's the thing, things don't always turn out the way that we think they should and, and what we think God should do in particular situations and how we um, may have it all planned out. Hey God, this is what God is going to do and this is how he's going to work it all out. And we have sure an outline in the in the scriptures of, of how um, even the second coming and the things to follow are going to happen. But the details, those are, those are God's details and he's going to work it out. And in the middle of it, let's not find ourselves making the same mistake as these disciples and missing what God was actually doing. But let's pray that God would open our hearts and minds, that we would understand particularly even through the scriptures, what times that we live in and what God is doing. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you, God, for your grace and for your mercy, Lord. And I pray that for each of us, Lord, that we wouldn't lose hope, Lord, just like these other uh, uh, disciples on the road to Emmaus. They didn't have a full understanding yet, and they started to get discouraged and lose hope, Lord. So I pray that we wouldn't lose hope um, based on what's going on in our world or situation right now and recognize that you are working, Lord. Your plan is moving forward, Lord. And we look forward to what we call the blessed hope, Lord, the, the glorious return of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that's the day we long for. We give thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. I love you guys and hope that you're having a wonderful day.